This episode of the Italian Australian podcast was recorded on Wadandi Wadjak Nunga Budja. We pay our respect to elders past, present, and emerging, and to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people listening to this podcast. And thanks for joining us for another episode of the Italian Australian podcast. I'm your host, Josie Dacqui, and I'm joined today by my brother, Lucas, who is sitting next to me at my house in Perth. How are you? I'm good, Josie. Good to be doing one of the rarer ones together, uh, which is always nice. We've done a couple actually together of late, but yeah, we have recently. Always nice to be uh, together. Um, we still are using the Zoom, though, because we have a very special guest. One of our best friends via Zoom. That's right. Um, so I'll introduce uh, Joseph Scambaluri, who you might remember from episode 14, I think it was. How are you, Joseph? Hi, Luke. Hi, Josie. Um, going well, thanks. And yeah, great to be back. Thanks for coming back on. We loved your last episode so much. Yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, it was good chatting to you guys and just to cover a bit of um, background and history and um, yeah, growing up in WA and moving to Sydney and um, yeah, uh, really looking forward to being um, yeah, your New South Wales correspondent. That's right. Yes. Cause we didn't mention actually just before clearly that yeah, Joseph now is in Sydney and yeah, very kindly agreed to bring us um, their information about what's happening over there. Yeah, I was trying to allude to that. So unfortunately, we can't have the whole three of us together because um, yep. Joseph is over in Sydney. I'm sure we will at some stage. Um, probably yeah. more likely Joseph will be back over this way visiting family, friends, et cetera. Um, you know, I don't know I don't know if we'd ever get to Sydney or together. Maybe. You never know. Yeah, you never but, know what's um, going to happen. Well, there's yeah. a spare room here, guys, and um, always welcome to stay. So, And it was good to catch up, Luke, over Christmas. It's usually the time yes. we go back and visit. So. Good to yeah, catch up with yourself and uh, our uh, good friend Joe Versace as well. So uh, yes, hopefully, too. hopefully we'll get to do that again soon. And usually it could be Easter or maybe mid-year, but yeah, we'll see how we go. Yeah. Great. So um, Joseph, we'd like to ask you just before we get into some New South Wales events and things happening around Sydney, um, you've been uh, busy as well uh, with the help of your lovely wife, Mon, doing uh, the Italian Aussie cook which is your new, new-ish Instagram page. Um, let us know a little bit about that because I know, I mean, what's only been up and running probably kind of about the time between us doing the last episode and it's sort of taking off and I know you're getting a lot of really good feedback and yeah. Yeah, great. And yeah, no, thanks for asking. Um, we, yeah, we started the Italian Aussie Cook, um, the Instagram cooking channel and uh, it was probably... Uh, probably need to give my wife credit for the idea. So we'll fight and over who actually came up with the idea, but um, you know, the saying happy wife, happy life. Pick your battles. Um, yeah. So yeah, we came up with that brand because um, I guess, you know, Italian Australian food or Italian food and the traditions that come with it always been a big part of my life as is the case with you guys with the restaurant and, um, obviously seen the video posted the other day of uh, Nonna Maria and your dad. And yeah. so I guess you can resonate 
with that and you know what I mean and as a lot of other um, Italian Australians do all, all, all over the world and I guess leaving home at a young age which I covered in the last episode at first um, my passion for food and cooking was when you move out of home you don't want to miss out it's probably just a bit of FOMO and didn't want to miss out on all the good things I'll eat at home so I slowly started to learn how to cook things by calling mum or nonno or whoever else so and it was just being self-sufficient I guess. I think when I moved to Sydney, which is coming up to 10 years ago, it probably helped me take that to another level because it went from that to actually then wanting to feel more connected to home and and culture. Um, And obviously food and those traditions um, are strongly linked or a big part of that culture. So yeah, when you find yourself further away from um, home, friends and family, you know, you do appreciate those things more and that helped me take it to another level so in talking to mine I said look it's like I've been you know training for this for the last 10-15 years of my life or even more and I guess being in Sydney as well like you get inspired more by going out um, to restaurants or eateries around here as well and you get ideas and want to replicate that as well so yes yeah, developed into a real passion gets to the point where it's like well let's create a brand and, and share that and um probably also inspired by you guys as well with the good work you're doing here and wanting to do something. And um, yeah, really happy. I can oh, thank you. Share, share that mean, as part of this episode. So thank you. You mentioned it last time. I mean, the episode that you like enjoyed cooking and we like, we did touch on it. Um, but I don't think, um, well, I certainly didn't realize it was to the level that, you know, that you do like the, you cook everything, Joseph. And it's, I mean, obviously I can't taste it, but like it looks absolutely mouthwatering. I was um, going on there like, commenting, oh, this is my favourite, this is my favourite. And then I was like, well, I can't, I'm going to have to stop because, you know, every single one, that's my favourite, that's my favourite. But, oh, my God, it literally is. It's like all my favourite dishes and they just, yeah, they look divine. Some of them are not Lucas's favourite though. Like, I was going to say, that's why I think. Yeah, part of um, Jana wasn't your favourite. Yeah. Luke, yeah. Yeah, no, look, well, Josie, you love a lot of the more like, vegetarian sort of style ones. I do, yeah, but in um, fairness, that probably is my actual favourite. Yeah. Gun to head, the, um, yeah, eggplant um, parmigiana. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that one probably is my favourite, and that just looked amazing. Oh, they look, no, they all look phenomenal. And how the video is actually put together and everything as well, it's um, great viewing. Um, yeah. And then one's done well there. Because uh, well, you can tell who's on what side of the camera because your hands are there doing the work. So, you know, <laughs> right. definitely, um, yep. you know she's doing all that work and she's doing amazing at that. The videos yep. are awesome to watch. So, um, yep. yeah, we'll put a link in the episode show notes as yeah, well. That's um, yeah, sure. No, I think, I, yeah. Sorry, Jason, what was that? I was going to say, appreciate the, the comments. And, um, yeah, unfortunately, my hands, I can't film and um, have my hands in at the same time. So, <laughs> that's right. You're mine mine has better looking too. hands than I do. So, yeah um, yeah but but yeah in terms of the the cooking and the types of dishes it's just things I've learned from home or things I've put my twist on it's probably uh, uh obviously been of Calabrese um heritage there's definitely a Calabrese type slant or flavor to the cooking mm-hmm. but I expand beyond that um and yeah mix of maybe what you call traditional maybe things that are Italian Australian uh, maybe things that are just what I've come up with as well so it's a bit of a mix and yeah, the feedback um, from viewers has been great. You get the odd comment as you would know um, about Italians don't do this or you shouldn't do that. But oh, yeah, um, yeah. I think that would have bothered me a year ago, but 
um, you know, it's all all part of the journey. And I guess what I'm doing is not I'm not saying it's the way to do it. It's just how I do it. And exactly, yeah, I was going to comment on that as well. Actually, yeah. I really like it's not, how not you right just... or wrong. It's just what I've learned and how I like to cook. Exactly, you're just owning that, and you're just yeah. saying, "Yep, this is this is how I do it." And it's pretty simple. If people don't want to do it like you, then they don't have to. Do you know uh, what I mean? But yeah, you you're really clear with how you're um, preparing your dishes, your ingredients, and yeah, that's really amazing. Yep. Yeah. Great. And and hopefully get when I'm back home, I'd love to get some footage. Um, you know, maybe doing something with you guys, um, which we've spoken about, Luke. And um, I'd like to get <laughs> yeah. some more things also connecting back to what we grow um, at the farm. And, and you know, we spoke last yeah. time. There's an ag background, and 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 Dad, to his credit, has probably wound back the clock a bit and started growing his own things again. Like um, he grows his own tomatoes for sauce day now, and the Malajanis awesome. and every, everything, a lot of other things. So it'd be good to capture a bit of that. Yeah, because we also love that concept of, you know, getting really good quality produce um, and doing something great with that. So, yeah, looking forward yeah. to um, to capturing a bit more of that as well. So, and I've heard um, we need to get on um, Kumpare Joseph Versace for his meatballs. That's a must, apparently. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I haven't tried the pipettes yet because I'm very yeah because um, yeah, apparently, apparently he's got the number one. World yeah. recipe. So, what's this? Joseph makes. Uh, sorry, oh, not heard you. about Joseph Versace's meatballs. I have. Oh, apparently they are just groundbreakingly, earth-shatteringly good. Really? So, um, we've spoken about maybe trying to do a video next time. Joseph's over from New South Wales, and I really put him to the test because. Well, I also think that my meatballs. He can write us in and let us know. Very good, actually. Oh wow! Okay, now it's really on, and I'm sure yeah, they throw some yeah. great meatballs too. So. Cause I wouldn't say that about everything I cook. Like I don't reckon I'm like I'm fine, you know, good eight out of 10 for most things, but I don't think there's many things that I would say yeah, not mine would like rival other people's, but I do actually reckon. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we've just, um, pretty damn we've just uncovered a new rivalry here. So yeah. maybe all Italians just back their meatballs in. Hey, like just like the number one protective way. Maybe. You know what I mean? Cause but I wouldn't say that for my gnocchi, my lasagna, like even like my sauce is good. Like, you know what I mean? It's all good, but it's not like. I think you've been modest, Josie. I'm sure you've been modest. Yeah, yeah Josie's a very good cook. Yeah, but it's not anything to like brag about for me to like say that like, you know, other people, hey, this is going to be like maybe even better than yours or whatever. But yeah, probably the meatballs is one of my few. But well, yeah, maybe okay. you're right. Maybe we all think our meatballs are the yeah, best. Yeah, that's what I mean because everyone does them slightly different and a little bit harder or firmer, the size and we could do like a blindfold test. <laughs> okay, now and that... we should try to identify our own hey, ones Luke, as well. Hey, Luke, do you see what's going to happen here? That uh, you'll you'll be the beneficiary of all of this because I'll get to taste them. Yeah, yeah. I'll do no work because I can't have the blindfold taste in all of these. So you'll be yeah. the uh, source of truth, all right? So I've never made meatballs. To be honest, as the listeners know, I'm not massively into cooking. And I mean, how do I put it? I've got like a massive passion for the food and everything and the history and the whole lot, but I've never been huge and actually cooking it so much myself I think you either have that passion sort of inside of you or not and I reckon I did miss out on having a real passion to want to go and spend a whole day on trying different recipes and making heaps of things from scratch where most of the family does like you do a lot Josie you, you like oh. you are being very modest you do make very good homemade Italian food mum and dad are phenomenal the yeah. grandparents obviously we've spoke about a heaps but I think I feel like I kind of just missed out on that a tiny bit as much as I love authentic Italian food to eat and to understand and all that sort of stuff. But um, yeah. 
I've seen you at the restaurant. Been. I've seen you at the restaurant before, Luke. And you're all about the customer service. So, well, that's it. I mean, my yeah. role was front of house and talking. Yeah, you know. Yeah. So that's right. Um, but um, yeah. Anyway, Josie, we've kind of half turned this into a food episode, but that was great because you wanted to touch on Joseph's new Instagram cooking channel. But um, I suppose we'll push through and talk to Joseph about some things that are coming up. Okay, if we in have the Greater food, Sydney area, I could just talk about the food all day long. I'm just sitting here thinking about you know. Melanzane, but okay, that's fine. That's right. We'll, we'll do a video. We'll wait till Joseph makes a trip over. We'll we'll film a video for the listeners and get Joseph Versace involved and we'll make some meatballs and I can eat them. Okay. All Sounds right. Good. Okay. So Okay, so before we move on, so for the listeners, we will um add the link in our show notes. But that was um yeah. On Instagram you can see him. That's the Italian, Italian Aussie cook. cook. You got it. I got you it. Got it right. There you go. <laughs> So good work. Thank so, you, guys. Um, yeah, back to New South Wales, um, where you're based at the moment. Have you been to any um, events or festivals or has it made uh, much happening of late? Or Yeah, probably not. I mean, we were yeah, back in Perth sort of from for about a month from mid-December or three weeks thereabouts. And before that, the, probably the last major festival is the most well-renowned um, one held in Leichhardt, which is sort of recognised as Sydney's. Little Italy, so the Norton Street Festival. Um, and I would say, I think, you know, you get over uh, probably, I think, 100, 150,000 people that um, rock up throughout the day. Um, Crazy. And that's usually held late October. Um, so we always definitely try and make a visit to that. And I understand it's been running, I think, for over 40 years now. Mm-hmm. So, and just sort of become embedded um, in, that, in that area. I think I sent a, f- a few photos through um, yeah, to you guys yeah. as well to have a look, Luke. So, um, yeah. and, and you get things like, I mean, obviously the whole of Norton Street is just shut down. It's a massive street, right? Um, and anything from food, music, arts and crafts. Um, you have the SBS guys there um, as well. So, like, obviously trying to promote like learning the language and that sort of thing, and also a massive area for um, cars and like celebrating the automobile type industry in Italy as well. So yeah, it's, it's all of that. And yeah, we, Mon and I love um, going down there and getting the light road down to um, inner West and going along for the day. Awesome. Yeah. And no, you're lucky over there. You have a few of the big ones. I suppose they're coming out more later on in the year. Um, I did notice from doing a bit of research on events around the country, there seems to be a lot of smaller sort of events that aren't like the massive festers. But I mean, I know New South Wales is quite big, and obviously the area of Sydney mm-hmm. itself is quite big. But there seems to be almost something on every day, every week. There's lots of little things around if you really wanted to dedicate yourself to to getting to these things. There is a fair bit on. Um, yep. I suppose in terms of the bigger ones, they're kind of fewer and far in between. Um, yeah, that's right. The bigger ones. Um, so you have also uh, Fedagosto in Five Dock, or the, it's called Canada Bay. Mm-hmm. That I think that's probably getting to the point. It's just as big as Norton Street. We didn't go last year because I think we were back in um, Perth for a short amount of time. But I'd love to go. I'd really like to go this year because um, we might be in Italy at the time that the Norton Street Festival's running. So mm-hmm. um, we're definitely keen to head down to Five Dock in August. And I think to compare size, I think, you know, they also get over 100,000 um, visitors. Wow. I think they've got over 200 retailers there compared to, say, over 250 retailers for Norton Street. So it's pretty comparable 
in terms of yeah, size. Wow. Um, so that's, and they are, again, that five dock Haberfield Leichhardt area is the main sort of, um, which is roughly about 5Ks from the city and your, um, I guess, recognised Little Italy area, if you like. Um, there's some other ones coming up, which, which we can talk more about in later episodes. Um, so you got to I think there's an Italian wine festival in Des Moines, which, which again is in that inner west area near Five Dock, and I think that's end of May, start of June. Mm-hmm. Um, we also, it's not necessarily Italian specific, but we also have the Sydney Streets Festival, mm-hmm. which is one of our favourites. And that's not just one festival, that is split over four or five, or maybe even over six weekends. And what um, on every any chosen weekend, um, just say in an area of Sydney like Surrey Hills or Darlinghurst, they shut down the main street. Um, all the restaurants open up, uh, all their seating to basically the sidewalks and streets. You have entertainment. So you can literally just walk down the middle of the street at night and just enjoy um, restaurants, food, entertainment, awesome. whatever that is. So probably one of our favourite ones to go to um, is Surrey Hills, but also um, Stanley Street in Darlinghurst. And not a recognised little Italy, but it's sort of informally a sort of minor Italian precinct. We have some classic Italian-Australian type restaurants on the corner. There's about four or five there on Stanley Street. Um, So we love going there at night when the street festival's on and sitting at one of those establishments and just, yeah, having a a wine and something to eat and, um, yeah, just enjoying that. So... Sounds a little bit like a like a um, piazza, you know, with it being out in the street and with a few restaurants all together. Is it kind of like that? Yeah, it kind of, it kind of tries to create that vibe, if you like. And again, something we really enjoy and um, really, uh, yeah, I think it is trying to create that sort of yeah, piazza type vibe. So oh, yeah, a, a really a really good initiative, I think. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I know that's one thing that Italians miss and probably for like generations even speaking to our non-known staff um it's just most parts you don't really have that environment in australia we're out there it's so like sorry in italy i mean it's so social with the piazza you just go outside and you know everyone's there and interacting in that environment it's um you, you don't really get too much of that over here it's no so that sounds so nice yeah yeah yeah, sounds- and, yeah and then also um outside of sydney again in wollongong i think at the end of feb and when wollongong um, is probably about an hour south of Sydney and I don't go there too often, but I know there's, I think they have cannoli, what they call cannoli day. And that's uh, another festival. I think one of the feature events there is a cannoli eating competition, which I don't plan oh, on. Love it. I don't plan on entering. Um, <laughs> and then, of, and then of course, again, this is at, it's in New South Wales, but quite, quite far from Sydney. Um, it's well, probably a good hour flight west of Sydney's in Griffith. You have the Griffith Italian Festival, but uh, again, that's not not until August. So, um, yeah. and, and Griffith is a well-renowned um, Italian precinct. Yeah, for sure. So, when's your trip over to Italy? Uh, it's in October. Yeah, so October, it's in October, yeah. and so we, we don't, definitely we don't get back. Yeah. yeah, we don't get back till late October. So we probably we'll probably miss the Norton Street, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
And that's right. I remember we spoke and it was very similar dates to what our parents went on last year. It was almost on the day, wasn't it? Like I, I couldn't believe it. I think it's it was almost yeah. identical. Same. So how was that? Yeah, that's yeah. Exciting. But yeah. that'll be awesome. So whereabouts have you booked like um have you sort of um organized exactly where you're gonna to head to in Italy yet? Yeah, we've just at this stage we've booked flying in and out of Rome. Um, mm-hmm. and we've booked accommodation in Rome for I think five or six days and haven't planned anything from that. So we've been a bit slack. But we are looking to head south this time yeah. and head down to uh, probably Sicily. I've never been to Sicily before, and maybe oh, even go to right. uh, might even go to Puglia, mm-hmm. which yeah, which uh, I think you guys were talking about a oh, beautiful episodes yeah. ago. So I'm really beautiful region. So I think we're going to keep it really simple, not go to too many places, and yeah, um, yeah but we still need to organise it. So you've just reminded me we've got some work to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You have to let us know. I mean, we'll definitely speak with you probably a couple of times prior to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, but obviously the one after that, we'll, yeah, definitely look forward to hearing all about the trip. Um, yeah, of course. Are you going to go anywhere else in Europe or just literally just No, Italy? just Italy. Yeah, we're, we're just going to go to Italy this time. So That's the way. Weeks. Love it. Yep. 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 Unfortunately, and, Mon uh, doesn't get a say. Doesn't get to go and see any of her family in Poland. Well, last time we went, we went to Poland. So, ah, oh, fair, fair, okay. And so this time, it's the first time we've been to Italy together, and so that'll be nice. And um, oh wow, is that right? Is, yeah, that's right. And I and and Mon uh, had learnt Italian all the way through school, and so hopefully we get to practice a bit and brush up on that's our, so good, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah that's I think so probably good. Mon speaking Polish as well. These people just opens up that part of your learning. So it's probably why she's good at Italian as well, because she's already speaking another yeah. language. Um, yeah, I think so. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I think that is definitely a thing. And she's a better listener than me. And I think to learn that language, you have to be a good listener. And I'm not so good. So I think I'm probably better at speaking, but she actually understands or picks up more words than probably I do. There you go. So, um, which is pretty standard, I think, between men and women anyway probably so um, yeah who's the better listener but yeah I think you've you've got to use all senses to 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 learn the language so yeah yeah no that's a very good point Mm. yeah Um, oh that sounds amazing I wonder um if it'll be really really hot this October again because I don't know if you remember um I'm not sure if mum and dad mentioned it on one of the pods that we did with them after but they did yeah yeah okay it was like unseasonably hot um in October uh, of 2023 and they were just yeah dying. I, think rogue. I think that was just unlucky apparently it was like almost breaking records well dad always exaggerates so I don't know if it was actually breaking records but he was saying it was like the hottest days ever and people were saying it was unheard of but I think it kind of was because they they more or less had like a full-on summer experience but in October because it was so packed and the weather was so hot it probably would have almost felt like being there in August or yeah months during summer um so you probably don't want it that hot yeah, well, and that's why we picked October. It's yeah. Um, I thought oh, it won't be too hot, and then then I'm hearing all these stories of yeah records breaking, and you know you. <laughs> so I got I got a bit worried, but yeah, hopefully, yeah. Uh, hopefully that's an anomaly. Uh, but yeah, yeah really looking, so. really looking forward to it. And um, from now until then, yeah, we've got a bit of work to do, uh, uh, brushing up on the language and actually planning our holiday. So, um, yeah. and obviously we'll try and again get amongst it in sydney and um you know see what's happening around the place and um, obviously we have a lot of favorite eateries restaurants and areas we like to visit so um yeah, yeah we'll, we'll we'll keep we'll, we'll keep um yeah 
trying to get amongst it there as well. So I reckon we'll speak probably two times before October. We're trying to touch base yeah. at every three or four months, I suppose. Yeah, we'll um, see how with we all go, of our but... correspondents from the other states. So mm. um I mean you guys talk yeah. anyway. He's a he's a friends, obviously. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, but I mean for the listeners to yeah. um I mean mm. it's good us speaking about like I mean I mean this is the whole thing with the podcast. So Josie and I would speak basically have an episode on the phone. I bumped, Every day. I bumped into um, a very good friend, um, Daniel Italiano, yesterday. And we basically did a podcast episode. We started speaking about we're just um, in a shop and we bumped into each other completely random. And then we're breaking down differences between Sicilian dialect to Calabrese dialects and all sorts of stuff. And then I was running half an hour late to get up to my gig um, and stuff like that. But and same with yourself there. Like we would have chats all the time. I'd give you a call in Sydney. You'd call me. And we chat about all these things, about all the Italian stuff in Sydney. So it's just good that we're putting it out there. For other people to hear and enjoy and hopefully you know get take something joke. away from the episode and, and, and we always joke sometimes we have those chats we've just got to press record and you've you've yeah. got an episode yeah so, exactly it's true yeah. but but um, one, and one thing we've touched on previously which i'm looking forward to seeing obviously is just going to italy and comparing the differences but yes something interesting in sydney which again keen to compare when i go back to italy is you know you've got the old what you would consider now Italian Australian areas like which are the little Italy um, type precincts like Leichhardt and and Haberfield because now they were settled such a long time ago so I feel like you go there almost now to get a taste of Italian Australian culture but Sydney is such a big city it's a global city and <laughs> yeah, I feel is. like and I think you guys sort of touched on it with the previous guest around Italians coming here in the last decade and you see it in other just spread out through Sydney and again in the context of say hospitality but you say you have these new wave of um, immigrants sort of sort of given a taste of modern Italian um, and given that sort of vibe and again we see it more in the restaurant scene or the hospitality context so really keen to to see what we see as modern Italian and comparing that in in Italy um and again, going to like Leichhardt and going to some older establishments there, to me, they're like almost your classic Italian-Australian type um, places, which, which again, I really resonate with. So, yeah, looking forward to yeah. delving into that. Because they'll die out as well. And it's kind of like that. And then maybe the more contemporary Italian, but does that yeah, make sense? Some maybe. more contemporary Italian places might take over. There might be less in general going forward because some of these places that, you know, have been gone for 40, 50 years or so might not get passed down through the generations and they shut down. So you might have less of these Italian, well, once what were Italians then become Italian Australian through the generations yeah. that they might sort of shut down. I'm just thinking what could yeah, happen. Yeah, I know you know what I mean? mean? And then you're going to yeah. have more contemporary places then, up around yeah. the cities. You also got to wonder so, what's going to happen. Like will the contemporary places stay contemporary or will they then start to, um, you know, just naturally just change a little bit? Yeah, and, it is interesting yeah it's a really good point was... because no it makes a complete sense and a really good point because actually in the news a couple of weeks ago um so this is a current um event if you like of um you know there was talk about Leichhardt and it sort of dying out a little bit in terms of little italy and um i think there's you know 12 like there's more than a dozen um, vacant shops now. Um, and I think um, even Anthony Albanese sort of weighed in and saying there's just been lack of development in those sort of areas, um, lack of housing development 
and therefore they're dying out as precincts. So that lack of development combined with, I think, those Italian Australian, those um, classic Italian Australian type places maybe dying out a little bit because the next generation may not um, take it on. But but mm-hmm. I remember going to Leichhardt 20 years ago when I was visiting Sydney as a teenager and because um, my uncle used to live in Sydney and they have the Italian Forum there, the, the, which is a beautiful piazza. And it's still, I still love going there. It's beautiful. But it's just, compared to 20 years ago, I remember it was an amazing experience. Um, now it's pretty, whilst it looks amazing, there's just not really a buzz um, I yeah, well, haven't really seen the restaurants open so, there. What's he going to do about it, Albo, for his people? Your, your mate, hey. Yeah. yeah I know. Josie might have to get in touch with him and um, give him a call. We never heard back after we did the episode about him. Didn't, yeah. We didn't hear from him after. No, disappointingly. Yeah. I'd like to speak to him about Ligon Street as well because see if he can do something there because I've heard from Ligon Street's going really? down and down okay. more and more. I mean, not to... Talk down about I mean it's common knowledge, yeah. which is probably half normal as well, because we know that the generation yeah. is passing away, unfortunately, yeah. and people are intermarrying and their cultures, it's just it's gonna be hard to keep it as strong and that sort of thing. But I know that Ligon is not a patch on what it was as well. I know um definitely people are trying to change things and um all that sort of stuff. And yeah. I mean things are gonna get smaller, but I guess um and that's just I guess that's life, that's just you know, that's natural progression. Yeah, exactly. But, um especially like this place that you're talking about as well, Joseph, like it would be really sad if it's just, you know, in another 20 years, if it's just nothing. Mm-hmm. Do you know what oh, I mean? I, like, I agree. Yeah, if, be... yeah, and if you, if you ever come to Sydney, um, you know, you go to the Piazza there and, and as like you can see, it's actually in good condition and it's, I love being there. I feel like I'm in, in Rome. Um, but just be nice to see all the restaurants open and there being a buzz and, and people there and, because I think it actually, the restaurants there actually don't open on weekends now. And obviously we only ever get a chance to go on the weekends. And yeah, wow. I think uh, people, I think in this news um, article a couple of weeks ago, you know, they were interviewing shop owners and people in the area and all the locals agree that it's quite sad now. And they would love to see it get back to having a bit more of a, a bit more of a buzz. So, um, and, and yeah, and, and Anthony Albanese, who, who spoke in the segment as well was just saying, yeah, we have to invest probably in um, housing development in those sort of areas too, to attract um, people there. So um, look, it's still a great place to visit. We love going there. We love going to Haverfield, which is informally known as almost new little Italy, if you like. Um, so I think, and obviously I wasn't born and bred and grew up in Sydney in these areas. So I'd love to hear from people actually grew up in these areas but um you know we were out at a beautiful restaurant in Haberfield a few weeks ago and seen um Italian Australian families there as well speaking Italian to one another and to the uh, wait staff as well so it's not to say the culture's dying out so the culture appears to be strong um but those precincts do add to it as well mm. absolutely yeah, yeah especially if it's as, you know, as nice and as special as you say that it is, if it's the kind of experience that you're not going to get, you know, everywhere. Uh, I think that'd be really, um, yeah, great if it can be preserved and then continues in some way, but not necessarily. Maybe it won't be as big as what it used to be. 
Um, and, yeah. you know, that, that's okay, but it would just be great that if in 20 years' time it's still going and maybe in a different way it won't be the same as it was, you know, 50 years ago, but at least if there's that's... something something still there, that would be that would be really yeah. great. So, yeah. Um, I think Australia's doing good in general, though. They're, it's doing good in, in every state. I mean, we're going to try and delve more into these things and speak with more people, but, um, yeah, to sort of be honest, I think um, every state is doing several things, so which is good because there's something that people can attend and learn and um, the fact that they're getting maybe less and smaller is pretty normal. But if we yeah. can hang on to these things and make sure that they still do happen and some new things start with the help of the new wave of Italians mm. that are coming over, I still think Italian culture is at a very strong point in Australia, considering that we have been here for a little while. Yeah, now. there's lots of fair. new groups of um, ethnics that have come in um, more recently than Italians. So I still think Italians overall are doing great. And there's so many things to like, speak about in lots of the other states as well. We haven't so much focused on. Um, but if anyone does a search, um, there's lots of websites and Facebook pages people can have a look at and see uh, Italian events that are happening in, in their state. And we're lucky that there is a lot. I mean, we have the big one that's coming up in our home state of Perth very soon as well, which we're super excited about that we're going to be involved in a little bit. Yeah, did you uh, hear about that one, Joseph? Yeah, so tell me more. So the Perth Italian Festival. Perth Italian Festival, Festival. Yeah. yeah um, it's the first one because I first one like this. we had a look last year before we started the podcast thinking we better make sure that we, you know, are aware of what's going on and didn't seem to be any, like, you know, really big festivals like this. There were, you know, smaller things happening, like similar to what we've talked about. And then we saw this one advertised this year and we were like, oh, okay. Um, but, yeah, we've spoken to some of the people involved and it is the first one ever. So I think that's pretty amazing that that's being put together. And exactly. City, City of Perth have been apparently, like, really, really supportive in um, helping to get it off the ground and I think they're going to be putting on the fireworks and a few things. So oh, That would be awesome. So, yeah, all the Perth people out there that are listening, calm down, support, need these things to keep happening. So bigger and better that this one is going to be, which I'm sure it's going to be awesome. And a lot of people are generally yeah. really excited about it because it is the first one. Um, yeah. and there's heaps of cool things happening on the day. Um, so, yeah, all the Perth people, if you can make it down, that is April 6th, uh, Saturday, Langley yeah. Park. It's going to be great. But we're going to bang on about it heaps before yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. No. This year, but we are really excited. Shame that you won't be over this way. I know. Getting jealous um, now. I might have to yeah, come back. Yeah, are over a fair bit, but you'll miss it. I have to come back for Easter now because that's kind of near the Easter. It's the week weekend after. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it, it is. is. It is. Is it one up? So yes, yeah, the weekend after Easter. Obviously. Maybe. Maybe you can come over for Easter and then. Yeah, well, you're telling Joseph what he's doing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there you go, then, I've got the yeah. calendar out, and then you can work from home. For a week, you know, and <laughs> then you can um, come to the that will be fun. <laughs> There you, go. Locked so away. You, don't, you don't get a say in that. There I'll just go. let work know Josie said it's done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure to get approved straight away. I'm, Listen, I'm, it's only yeah, four day we're, work we're going week. to Sydney. Josie said we're going. That's all right. It's done. Oh, honestly, so you're I'm coming to Perth. Joseph, I'm yeah. just looking on the calendar. It's only a four day work week anyway, because, you know, Monday is Easter Monday. Yeah, then the you flight's probably going to be extreme over Easter. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, and then you've got four days, work from home. You can just work here. And then, yeah. On the Saturday, you can come. That'd be great. You're thinking about it. I can see on the look. You've of got face. me thinking. You've got yeah. me thinking. So um, you'll, you'll be the first to know. You'll, you'll be the first to know if we do make it back. So yes. oh, I'm sure we will. That'd be it great. Be, and you'll be involved, and obviously you guys will be involved in some way yeah. in the festival. Yeah, we're going to attend, and um, we're going to uh, go around and interview some people on the day. The um, organisers have been kind enough to say that we can have a little spot um, where we can, you know, just like make our little base and then 
Yeah, just try yeah. and get a part of it. We want to, as well, for the sake of the festival, um, sort of see what people are enjoying and uh, what seems to be a hit and where people have come from and sort of um, from that side of it as well, just to move forward in regards for next year. Um, but, yeah, also just for people in other states as well to be able to see what's happening and yeah, have a look. Because right. we love to look at the ones like you're speaking about in Sydney and the big ones in yep. Melbourne and um, I'll watch, you know, like the videos and certain websites afterwards and stuff like that. So we're going to try and get as much content as we can um, and show everyone around Australia uh, the Perth Italian Festival. Um, so, yeah, we're excited for that. But just before we round out, just heading back to Sydney, I wanted to mention um, as well a couple of things that are happening in the next few months, which will be between us speaking again. Um, Joel Avati is still going around, still as good as ever. He's got several shows happening around New South Wales, I believe, uh, in March. And Massimo Ranieri, um, very big Italian um, pop singer, is coming out as well. I think that's April 21st. Um, Yes, that is at the concert hall at the Sydney Opera House, Massimo Ranieri, April 21. Um, so it's a Sunday, if I just got that wrong. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure a lot of people will be keen to go and see him in concert as well. So yeah. there's a few things Great. going on. Yeah, it's um, always good to know. And we saw, Mon and I went to Joe Vardy in Enmore, watched him at the Enmore Theatre last year in May, I think it was, yep. so it was some time ago. But, yeah, loved it. His stuff was still relevant. And I think he oh, uh, really... I think his content really reaches the generations too. And actually, and even Mon as a Polish Australian resonated um, with a lot of yep. it as well. And so we had a good laugh and um, yeah, big time. Yeah. Mm. It's, it's a great, oh, yeah, great show. Yeah, yeah. He's... What kind of um, stuff was he talking about last time? I think he was, he was comparing, because I think the show was called When I Was Young, maybe. Oh. Oh, when I was your age? Oh, when I was your age, yeah, that's the one. I love those ones when he does. Yeah, so sort of like still on or some part of that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, the younger generations now compared to like you know what things were like when he was growing up, and um, I think the one we laughed at was, and he said it sort of like in Italian was like, um, he goes, you know, when your dad asks you to get a, a screwdriver and you bring the wrong one back. Because what did you know? What did I send you to school for? You know, yeah. fifteen years. What was the point? And Mon had a good laugh because she goes the same thing happened to her growing up. But yeah. that was just one one example. But um, yeah, it was a great great show. Yeah. Oh, he always puts on a great show. I've seen him several times. Um, love to have a chat with Joe at some stage as yeah. well. Um, I don't think we formally actually ever sort of tried to reach out to Joel Vardy. I mean, I know he's like... He's on a world tour. So yeah, literally happy. always seems to be one of the busiest people yeah, around. But I mean, in saying that, I mean, a lot of the other beautiful guests we've had on are super busy as well. So um, yeah, I like to yeah. think Joe would be inclined to have a quick chat with us at some stage. But yeah, he does always literally seem to be like overseas. Well, yeah, that's you know, right. Like, he's out of the country. I think he, so yeah, like world tours and, and stuff like yeah. that. So we haven't really wanted to harass him while he's doing stuff like that. But have if Joe right happens there. to be tuning in, would love to get him on at some stage. Uh, he's one of our all-time favourites. Yeah. Um. Definitely. Yeah, this has been another great chat. Oh, yes, it, it has. Yeah, yeah, I'm just glad we got to talk about the cooking. That was top of my list. So, yeah. yeah there you go. What and, are you putting um, on next, Joseph? Well, yeah, I'm actually going to do something straight after this. So, really? Awesome. Um, it's a, I won't give away too much, but it'll be, a, it's actually a classic uh, Roman dish. So, oh. you guys, so that, that's dangerous territory. So, I'll be looking for feedback from you guys. Nonna Maria, if she oh, gives you the God, I'm up, nervous. Being I'm born nervous, and bred in so. Rome, then you then you've made it. Yeah, I um I've been tweaking with this one too, and it's all about uh, getting the ratios right. So, right. And uh, but the best thing about the cooking is we get to sit down and have a nice meal after it. So, um so yeah, that'll well be said. straight after this. 
I hadn't yeah. even thought about that. Have you noticed your pants are getting tight? Uh, you got. I've been trying to exercise. Don't <laughs> worry, but uh, oh, got to be careful. You got to be careful. You Jason, do, you and I hadn't careful. even. No, but it's all pretty healthy stuff, though. It's all beautiful, yeah, like I know, but hearty Italian. I didn't say that's not healthy, but the thing is, as well, and then if you're having to taste test stuff and everything, you know what I mean, and then you're like trying yeah. different recipes, like you just said. So yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Hopefully, what we do is kind of healthy, and I think it is. And, and and you mentioned before, we actually don't cook with a lot of meat, so I don't know whether that's a southern Italian influence or just a. I think so. I'm the same, actually. I don't. Yeah, you know. I just we don't cook. No, it is, isn't it? With a yeah, lot of meat, we spoke about that before. and I think that actually helps. You don't feel as full, or um, yeah, I just you kind of feel a bit better after it. So yeah, and yeah. I think look, we're Definitely. coming towards the end of the episode. We just we don't have time to go into a whole another one, but I think that comes from like just has been passed down from years of generations mm-hmm. of that they wouldn't have had the meat and the food to be able to yeah. do yeah. that. Do you know what I mean? So they were just going to do a pasta dish with something out of the garden. They didn't have the luxury of having all these beautiful meats. Definitely. You know, so yeah. I think that's where it actually stems. Sorry, I didn't want to divert the conversation back there, but no, that's you asked fine. the question. You just, so you're yeah. on exactly and you're on the right podcast for diverting. That's absolutely fine. No, I was just thinking, I was just all of a sudden imagining all that beautiful food. And then I'm thinking, yeah, if you're making a few different ones, like tasting all the different recipes, and you can't throw out good food, obviously, because you know. Yeah. Well, now I'm getting hungry. My breakfast is worn yeah. off now. It's been an hour or so. I'm yeah. definitely really thankful. All right. Well, we'll let um Can you cook Luke... me something, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> what do you got? <laughs> we'll let Lucas go and eat. And, yeah, we'll let the Italian Aussie cook get into the kitchen. So, yeah, thanks so much for chatting with us again, Joseph. That was really great to talk as always. Yeah, always a pleasure. And thanks for having me on. Look forward to chatting next time. Thanks so much. We look forward to the next video as well. Yeah. And so um, thanks everyone for listening to this episode. Yes. Um, we need to thank you guys. It's why we do the show. Um, yeah. Please yeah, continue to like, share um, as much as you can to people who you think would be interested. Uh, we really appreciate you guys. you tuning in every week. There's no point us doing the show and, um, you know, not getting any interaction and feedback from you guys. So um, yeah, please con- continue to let us know what, what you think. And um, yeah, we really do appreciate it. Yes, we do. Great. Okay. Thanks for listening. Ciao for now. Ciao for now. Okay.